When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Congratulations to Elon Musk and Grimes for having a brand new bouncing baby girl. Yes, just a beautiful, cute little thing. Now, this is Elon's seventh child. So... And I was thinking the other day that Grimes didn't look pregnant. You know, I, I saw the I saw the release of her, you know, having a baby or them having a baby, Elon and Grimes. And I thought, well, I don't remember the photos of her looking pregnant. That's eh, because uh, she wasn't pregnant. So apparently, when you're not pregnant, you don't look like you're pregnant. Well, some don't look like they're pregnant. Some aren't pregnant and look like they're pregnant anyway you know it's just write your own fat jokes anyway so they're bouncing little baby girl through surrogate and uh, i don't know we i don't know that we've been introduced to the surrogate or not elon's probably kept that uh, on the down low but this is baby number seven for elon congratulations um he has uh griffin Xavier or X Xavier X Xavier Kai K A I Saxon Damien then uh the first child with Grimes is I guess we're just calling him X right and the new baby girl Exa Dark Sidrail S-I-D-E-R-A-E-L. Amorphophallus. No, no, that's not what they're calling her. They're they're calling her Y. So I don't know if that stands for Amorphophallus. Why? <laughs> you know, like why? <laughs> or it may stand for Amorphophallus. I don't know. Somebody, I asked for Elon to, you know, get a hold of me. Uh, There's another reason I want to talk to him. I'm, I love the kids' names. I know you'd be surprised, uh, but I do. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of naming your children whatever the hell you want. And uh, when you know, anyway, welcome to the world, extra dark side rail, or why? Amorphophallus. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. You know, there are times when I'm at home now and I'm reading stories and I'm talking to my kids about different stories. Or uh, yesterday, yesterday, as a matter of fact, I'm talking to my wife about some stupid story. I don't remember what story it was. But there was some names that I was, you know, that I would start going, oh, I'm not quite sure how to say that. And I'm wishing I had the Amorphophallus. 
sound. I was, I was like, I was right in the middle of a, you know, just talking to my wife. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce his amorphophallus. And then be done. And then move on. So I just say it now. I just say it, and I can't. When I'm having a struggle, I'm telling somebody a story. I'm reading somebody a story. My father-in-law is sitting across the table drinking a cup of coffee, and we're talking about a story. And I'm 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 going through a story, and I can't. I have to slow down for the pronunciation. I'm just like amorphophallus. Oh, that's that's where I'm at now. I you know I know I know just I know it's just me. I got it. <laughs> I got it. You know that one year ago today, but today's an anniversary day, man. Wow. I mean, one year ago today, we had uh, the NFT titled Every Days, The First 5,000 Days by Mike Winkleman. And man, was it great. I mean, it actually was because it sold, sold for $69 million. And so, and it's the largest sale for an nft and we and now i mean nfts sales hit 17.7 billion dollars in 2021 wow i need a chewing the fat nft man and i I don't know what it needs to be but it needs to be a amorphophallus yes that's what it needs to be an amorphophallus nft that's what it needs to happen and then two years ago Today, since today is, uh, well, it's it's an anniversary day. The World Health Organization declared the COVID-19 outbreak a global pandemic. Oh, yay! We're still in a pandemic! Yay! <laughs> right! It's been two years. I thought I thought we were out of it right now, but no. So... The WHO, yeah, them, uh, the World Health Organization, has been meeting every three months to decide whether or not to continue calling COVID a pandemic. So I guess the group is expected to keep the label through April and most likely June as well, according to this story, and uh, with a number of programs that directly help low-income countries. Good. We can, we've got to keep that keep that strong but if the who removes the label uh then uh the the help for low-income nations for vaccination rates could just drop off dramatically and we we can't have that so anyway happy anniversary to uh, the nfts to the pandemic label of covid19 they said they were going to keep the uh, probably till you know through April or June, but uh, good news from the TSA as they extended the mask mandate through April 18th. Uh, that's good, good for them. Uh, that's great if you're flying. I, you know, I keep hearing uh, the airlines whining about the the customers, you know, the flyers, and I see the videos of getting guys getting kicked off the plane for wearing his let's go brandon mask and i see the guy uh one guy just got kicked off of a jet blue for wearing um some kind of sweatshirt i think the sweatshirt said joe biden pretty sure the sweatshirt said that now if i'm on the same plane with that guy 
I'm fist bumping him as I'm walking by and moving on with my life. Guy wants to wear a sweatshirt with Joe Biden on it. I'm okay with that. I guess that's just me. But they still have they've got a long list of what masks can and cannot be worn on these airlines. And the different airlines have different masks on their lists. I mean, okay, enough now. Perhaps, perhaps the uh, crossing guard mentality of the airline flight attendants would calm down a little too. So it would be less confrontational. Just the thought from me. And, uh, you know, whatever. I know you, you guys got the rules and we're not supposed to fight you at all. And we're not allowing you to fly on these planes. And, I, you know, the last one with the, the guy with the Let's Go Branded mask. Thought I was going to say it again, didn't you? The Let's Go Branded mask. Uh, he was on JetBlue. I don't know if it was the same flight. I don't think it was, but I don't know for sure where the JetBlue pilot was removed for being too drunk. So, is that a problem? No. I'd be so pissed. The flight was delayed for four hours. I mean, at some point, you're like, can the dude still fly? I mean, is he sobered up enough by now? Let him by. Let's go. Let's get this thing moving. So, (laughs) So, he's flying from, I think it was Buffalo, James Clifton, 54, appeared to be intoxicated when passing through security at Buffalo, right? And uh, so they were like, uh, yeah, I think the pilot on the flight is drunk. You guys want to stop by? You know, let me check it out a little bit, see if it's okay. So he was removed from the cockpit. He's already on the plane. He's removed from the cockpit, given a breathalyzer, Registered a 0.17 blood alcohol level. Now, apparently, that's bad. That's a, It was over four times the legal limit to fly. So they allow you, if he'd have been 0.04, no problem, we're taking this thing off, let's go. But no, uh, he was 0.17. I mean, I get that's higher than 0.04, but technically, to me, that's still zero. That's not how that works, Jeff. Uh, It is to me. (laughs) It is to me, because I want to get to my destination. Okay, so it's a couple of points difference. It's still zero. Let the guy fly. So they drug him off, and then they got to wait to get another pilot to show up. Hopefully he's under the 0.04 limit and we can take off to Fort Lauderdale. But they finally did get it for four hours. So the FAA's drug and alcohol testing regulations claim that pilots are prohibited from consuming alcohol within eight hours of flying. I guess you know, that seems fair. <laughs> It seems fair. And every time I hear these stories, I think of uh, my main man, Danzel Washington, in his movie Flight. I love that movie. And he finally, he finally, you know, cops to it at the end. I don't know, this is a spoiler. I know, I'm sorry. But the scene when he's drunk 
or you know you think he's drunk uh when the plane is flying upside down and crashes and stuff it's awesome that's a really good scene and i love the you know the ambulance is taking the one guy out of the car out of the house and the plane the plane flies over upside down above the neighborhood i mean if that's a flame i mean i'm in the flight path at my house right now and there are times when those babies are low like i feel like sometimes they're not supposed to be that low i don't know what they're doing maybe 0.06 and not four i don't know i just feel like from time to time i look up and i'm like i don't think you're supposed to be that low but if it was upside down oh uh i would my wife would be really upset that she wasn't out there to take pictures of it that's for sure i mean you're grabbing your phone you're taking pictures when you got <laughs> united flight 1111 upside down over the neighborhood probably an issue all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately as it is anyway oh that could be chilled more i'm just saying uh, it wasn't quite as refreshing as i was hoping that's ah, friday though all right i mean if you're listening live it's the 11th of what is it's march already march 11th 2022 oh my gosh it's time change weekend holy cow i wish i would have thought about it earlier because i would have started you know change i would have changed my clocks already that's how you that's how you beat time change yeah you change your clocks earlier a few days earlier i'm gonna have to do it today but i would have done it you know midweek and then that way you're you're just into it you have that one day in the middle of the week to kind of screws you up a little bit but not bad you know the day that you really don't have to have an exact time so that's what i'm saying if you were still you know had to have an exact time up until the weekend now's the time before sunday at 2 a.m uh change that clock man start living on that new time i'm actually i'm almost not joking set those clocks man (laughs) do you have any that you set manually you have the coffee maker i have the the oven clock right and i think that's it the rest of them are all done digitally so you get they're all that's all wi-fi driven the changes on their own right oh microwave so you have the microwave and you have the uh you have the oven and you have the coffee maker and i guess some of you still wear those watches who i don't know who wears watches anymore whatever uh you know we did i talked to you about how the fitbits were burning your wrists anyway so get those things off your wrist what kind of what are you thinking i used to love watches i do i know i, I, I still love watches but i just don't see any purpose for them anymore and unless you're somebody like i don't know elon musk glenn beck mr collection of watches i've looked at i've he's shown me a stupid collection from time to time it's just agonizing and you see him if you watch blaze tv you see him every so often he brings in the different the one that's the size of the eiffel freaking tower then he's got ones that are sizes of the freaking you know a semi-trailer on his wrist but there's a few that he has that are you know really really nice <laughs> they're worth more than you know 
four bucks. Anyway, uh, when the clock strikes 2 a.m. on Sunday, that's daylight savings time. Yay! And so it's, I guess it's spring ahead. Yay! Yay! So that's why you need to just change your clocks right now. Just change them right now. I don't know that you could, you know, if you could digitally change your, your phones, go ahead, but I don't think you can because the, uh, I'm sure there's a, yeah, sure, Jeff, all you have to do is go into settings and then hit hold for three seconds and then click the right button on the left side of your phone and then hold the right and left button on the right and left side of your phone for 30 seconds and then you can digitally change the clock and then make sure you hold it again after you're all done and it won't change back. Okay, I got it. But <laughs> I thanks for the help. I appreciate it. But anyway, any of the clocks that you can change, change. You can quote me on that. Clocks that you can change, change. You know, I realize that uh, crime is changing. And, uh, you know, we have... It would seem that we have capabilities to stop more crime than ever, yet crime is still prevalent around the world. Weird how that happens. Uh, And that's a a whole other story. I see where in London, at least in one part of London, one of the most most camera cities in the world, they've got cameras on every street corner, two or three of them, they're now using facial recognition software with those cameras as well we'll see how much crime that stops see if it actually works i mean the new technology is better and better but it got me thinking and i don't know why we what what we were talking about off off podcast uh but uh it got me thinking you know how you watch tv shows and they make you feel bad about not helping the police to catch the bad guy because, you know, the police will come to your house and they'll say they'll want to come in and the person will go, you know, you got a warrant? And they, you know, they you make, and they make that person like the bad guy for not letting the police in. You know, well, we we don't have a warrant and we could go get one, but it'd be better for, for everyone if we could just get in and search your house. And, you know, but they and you're, you're supposed to, all right, go ahead. Hey, how about no? Hey, how about you go get the warrant? I mean, that's them's the rules. And it's not, I'm not a bad guy. And I was thinking about that the other day. I was watching some, one of the stupid shows that I watch. And uh, which one? It might have been FBI. Might have been FBI. Because I told you, FBI most wanted guys finally gone. We talked about it yesterday. Anyway, the, uh, so I was watching one of the stupid FBI's. And they're chasing a guy and they chasing him through a building and they come out the other side and he's gone. And there's two guys off on the loading dock in this construction area and he looks at him like where'd the guy go and the one guy goes don't tell them don't don't say anything to them and so they make him look like the bad guy they they make these two guys look like the bad guy but the one guy's like i'm not telling i'm not telling those guys anything i don't know where he went (laughs) so think fast out there man if you no matter where you're at when the police come barging through and ask which way the guy went that passed you, be sure you want to tell him. Or just, you know, shrug your shoulders. Give him that look of... (laughs) 
Speaking of TV shows, I saw where they mentioned 1883 is not going to have a second season, but they are going to add episodes. So I'm not really sure because the executive producer uh, said, hey, don't expect a season two. But the story is going to continue. Okay, thank you, David. I mean, I was surprised that it ended the way it did, actually. Because, uh, well, if you haven't seen it, this will be a spoiler alert. But (laughs) it's 10 episodes. It's been over now for a couple of weeks. Get over it if you haven't seen it. But uh, I was surprised that they, you know, first of all, so many people died on this on this road from fort worth texas to you know montana and oregon i mean so many of them died just amazing i mean they're just dropping like flies man and I, like it really was jeff okay i know but uh then at the end you know sam elliott uh the one cause he gets to the end and then he kills himself I know what that's. I mean, I know that he was. T- he's, his vision was in the beginning was that his wife and daughter died of smallpox, and then he was going. This was his last trip before they, before the country was not the country he loved. Right? It was. He had, remember the one episode they talked about barbed wire. He had never seen it before, and the one guy said they're you know they're getting ready to. You know, it's going to be cut off the whole country. They're just squaring it off with fencing. And so, and that's why these people were in, going to Oregon because or that, that part of the country, the Northwest, was the last free land. If you went up there, you could stake your land, stake your property, and it was yours, right? If you went other places, you end up working for other people and you can't, you're not getting anything that's yours, without working for it <laughs> i gotta to rethink that for a second uh that's the that's the way it was anyway uh <laughs> was our, that's what we were doing for illegal aliens only they were legal aliens anyway we were giving them free land just go up there but they had to make it right and they were going through the lands and they had already in 1883 they'd already made peace with the indians uh-huh and uh right all right and so anyway it was just uh there. so now he says and so at the end of it i'm thinking they show the couple people that survived together getting their land getting their you know getting their stake in what i assume was oregon and uh we never did get to see we got to see a little bit of where john dutton would end up you know for yellowstone because that's where his daughter died. So I thought a couple people died that I thought for sure wouldn't die. Uh, and 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 even if the you knew the daughter wasn't going to die till they got to the space in Yellowstone, right? And she died on the property, right? She found the place. But then, uh, I mean, if you're going to have a season two, uh, should have Taylor Sheridan should have called me because I've got a couple of ideas that should have happened, how the show should have went and ended which would have then extended the way season two 
you could have a season two, 1884. <laughs> Maybe that's it. It's not going to be. That's it. 1883 is done. The new show, 1884. Because they have the new one they listed. We're gonna, they were going to start doing the 1931, right? That's the 1932. was a, another prequel to Yellowstone. So, I mean, you still got 1894 and then 1895. I mean, you're welcome, Paramount Plus. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So as we're recording, chewing the fat today, here at the Mercury Studios, Blaze Radio Network Studios, uh, Blaze Television Network Studios, whatever studios these are called. Uh, they, you know, in this room, I have four television screens that I can see. And one of them, for some reason, the last two days I've been in this building, has been set to Fox 4 in Dallas, the local Fox affiliate. And so I'm catching the local morning shows. I know what happened. Somebody, somebody in the building likes the one morning show co-host here in Dallas. And she's a, you know, I'm not opposed to looking at her. It's fine. What's her name again? I forget. I just started following her on Instagram. <laughs> Amorphophallus. Oh, no, she is not Amorphophallus. Yeah, Hannah Bata here in Dallas. This is, works on their morning show. Five hours that morning show is. It's like forever. I mean, the first, on Wednesday when I'm here, because I record here in the studios, uh, Wednesday and Fridays normally uh, on, a, on a regular week. And it was on there Wednesday. And I was thinking, of, like I'm watching at the end of what, what I know now is the end of their show. I'm thinking, wow, she's looking a little tired. She's looking a little tired. Why is she still on there? I'm thinking five hours. No wonder she's looking a little tired. He's wiped out. Anyway, so Wednesday, I see where Kelly and Ryan's show come on, which, you know, I have not watched. I've not been in a doctor's office in quite some time, so I haven't seen the Kelly and Ryan show in a long time. But where be Kelly? She's not there. And so I come to find out, I guess she has taken some, you know, a month or two off to travel and needed some relaxation or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. And so Ryan was there with some co-host that looked like a peacock. I don't know what kind of outfit she was wearing. I mean, I'm fashion, but I just like, whoa, someone told you that looked good. It wasn't me. Anyway, and so I'm thinking today as I'm sitting here and I see the, the open for Kelly and Ryan, it's a previously recorded show with Kelly. So, I mean, they didn't even want to put the fill-in in on a friday that's that's not good <laughs> we're doing a pre we're doing the best of 
I'm sorry, a previously recorded. Anyway, that's where my stupid head is at. <laughs> uh, and I, I would not watch Kelly and Ryan, you know, at the house, at home. I've got other things to watch. I've got other things to catch up on. But, you know, I... Okay, so... All right, so I follow Kelly on Instagram, okay? I like to have an idea of what's going on, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, all right. Enough of where be Kelly? Where be Kelly at? Because now we we know where Kelly is at. So this past week also has brought to light a couple of judges. You know, we badmouth judges quite a lot that make, you know, horrible decisions and let people off and let them walk on things that really shouldn't let them walk on. Perhaps you ought to... You know, keep them, uh, you know, don't let them walk without any bail. Or maybe raise the bail up a little bit. Make it worth their while to be free. But uh, some judges, you know, makes you feel kind of good and warm inside. Like the child killer who was telling the judge, hey, the police were disrespecting me during their investigation. And the judge said, Get over it. <laughs> now, if you're that guy, you don't want to hear that. But as a person that, you know, am very sad and disappointed that this guy killed a police officer, get over it. I get out of my courtroom. I'm all good with that. And then we have the Jesse Smollett judge and the Jesse Smollett ruling yesterday. Judge James Lynn, Circuit Court Associate Judge James B. Lynn. And uh, he sentenced uh, the former Empire actor, Jesse Smollett, 150 days in jail. First of all, he, first of all, before we, before we get to what the sentence, the full sentence was, 150 days in jail, 30 months probation, $120,000, more than $120,000, $120,000. 106 bucks or something uh in restitution and $25,000 fine and uh then you know the 150 days in jail now he read off the 30 months probation first federal uh, probation and you can go anywhere you want on probation you know you don't have to stay here I know for your work you know you're gonna have to travel so you can go anywhere you just call in check in with your probation officer uh and then you know the fines would get $120,106 uh, and then $25,000 fine. Oh, yeah, and by the way, 150 days in jail. It was awesome. I mean, Jesse did not think he was going to jail, man. And so uh, the judge, James Lynn, uh, while I will say made me happy with his sentencing, and I probably people, if you may think that he got off easy for this hate crime, I mean, or this alleged, you know, botched hate crime hoax um the judge went through the whole litany of the timeline and what constant why would jesse do that go to his dark side you know he was he had done all this social justice work and all these people stood up for him and he was really a good guy but then you know he decided to go to this dark side all for you know just notoriety and so uh you know i feel like the judge gave him quite a bit of quite a bit of back slapping good job 
instead of sending him to jail longer. But uh, Jesse was not happy. Uh, as soon as that, I mean, it looked like he was, when I watched that whole thing and it looked like he was, he was just standing there, you know, s- stiff and in his suit and his mask on. And he was, you know, I guess he welled up when some of the, I couldn't take all the testimony. I started, I was stream watching all the testimony. I was like, okay, okay. I'm going to take all these people telling me how good Jesse is. But the judge, you know, judge was there for him. Good for him. And uh, that's what the judge does. He's got to sit through it all. Fine, I'll look for it. I'll look for it. But it's been three years now. Holy cow, enough is enough. And that's where the judge is at. He wasted all these people's time. Uh, and I loved his uh, his part where he talked about uh, maligning, you know, the Chicago Police Department. Much maligned Chicago Police Department. And then he kind of maligned him himself because he was like uh, the much maligned Chicago Police Department. I mean, the homicide department, I'd put up against any homicide department around the country. But he didn't mention, you know, like, the regular beat cops, screw them, they suck. The homicide cops. And anyway, just kind of me chuckling. Another thing, before we get to Jussie and how his, uh, his attitude for the sentencing. Um, judge, dude, it's a big case. Get a haircut, bro. What are you doing? I mean, you're a circuit court associate judge. I mean, bro. I, is it, maybe maybe you're doing a fundraiser kind of thing. Like, I'm a, I understand that personally. I understand. I don't know. It didn't say anything on the screen like, donate to the judges our rescue fund. He's going to shave his head next month. It didn't say that. I mean, it'd be cool if it did. But uh, Or the judge just put a little note sign up on the up on the up on the judges stand but it didn't happen so uh i'm just saying you know maybe he's, maybe he's got a girlfriend that likes the long hair or or boyfriend i'm not judging i mean i, I guess one could make the argument that he wasn't wearing a wedding band one could make the argument that he doesn't wear one in public like that up on the stand you know he doesn't want he doesn't want to get his family involved in his in the trials maybe Maybe he lost a spouse and she was the one that cut his hair or he, but get a haircut, man. Find a way. Do something, bro. You know, put a hat on something. Uh, it didn't look that good, but I liked you. I liked you. Okay. I mean, if that's what you like, bless your heart. Good for you. I'm just saying that normally a judge may, maybe, you know, man, I like him even more now. Now that I'm thinking about it, screw off. It's my courtroom. This is my bench. And I'll wear my hair any damn well I want, okay? So after he told Jesse, uh, yeah, you're going to serve 150 days in jail. And uh, Jesse was not happy. And then his, uh, they went through everything. His attorneys went through all the procedural matters. And he was like, you're going to file a... Appeal, yeah, we're going to file that. The judge is, we're going to file appeal, yeah. And are you going to be the attorney of record? Do we? Is that is that in the clip that we have? So I've got, okay, I think it is. So here's Jesse upset after getting the 30 months of probation, $120,106 in fines. I think it's, we'll see what he says here, 120106 I think. And uh, fines of 25000 The 120 is restitution to the police department. And then he's got to have a, another thing that is never listened in any of these stories. Statutory. It's a, you have to do it. You have to do it. DNA. 
Dude, I'll, I'll send somebody over to help you out with that. Don't worry. <laughs> but Jesse was not a happy man. What's that? Okay. I'm not suicidal. Well, there's a second. Okay. The judge is like, uh, okay. I am not suicidal. I am not suicidal. Okay. Suicide. I am innocent and I am not suicidal. Oh, no, honey. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over That's what you did. And the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this. And I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. <laughs> I respect you, Your Honor. Yeah, do you? Do you? Jail time. Jesse. Yeah, see, I pause it for just a second. He thought for sure he was going to walk. You know, the probation he was fine with, his attorney said, you're going to get probation. You're going to do all this. this now. They're not, he's not going to give you any jail time. You're Jesse Smollett. They're not going to give you any jail time. Uh -uh. Okay. Mr. Uche, let me inquire. Are there any post-sentencing motions you care to present right now? Yes, Judge. Yes, Ms. Widow. The defense would wish to present a motion to reconsider sentence. All right. Okay, yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah. It is It is timely filed. Thank you, Judge. Yep. And, and let me say, I've obviously considered the sentence at great length. Uh, yeah, so I'm and, not, and it's, uh, it's timely filed, so it's preserved for purposes of appeal. Motion to reconsider yeah. sentence is respectfully denied. Yeah, hey, thanks Thanks for bringing that up and uh, follow it. Is there another, what, what, you got one, another one back there? Anything else? Anything? Just a second, just a second. Uh, is there going to be a notice of appeal filed? Yes, sir. Uh, Are you going to be the you going to be the Pause it for just a second. This guy's been working for Jesse for nothing, I think. I think this was probably pro bono because that's what the judge was talking about when he was going through the timeline of how many man hours that Jesse cost the police department, the public defender's office, the uh, the attorney generals, all these people, all the man hours and time and money that it affected. And he talked about, and I think it was this guy who was doing it pro bono and how many man hours were, you know, were wasted and, uh, or not wasted, but worked on for no money. And so, you know, the lawyer now is thinking, all right, I'm out of here. I can go start making some money. Even the Jesse profile, high profile case, we didn't plan on it going for three years. Because we wanted this thing to wrap up in a couple of months, and then we were done. But no. And so he puts him on, puts him on count. Uh, you're going to be the, you're going to be the attorney for this, uh, for this uh, appeal. You're doing it in Stanford, and are you going to, are you going to be handling the appeal? Uh, as of now, yes. Well, now we got to know. Well, so. you have to commit to yes, handling sir. the appeal yes. for the appellate court. Okay. okay, stop for just a second. See, he didn't say, "Hey, we got to know, bro." I mean, but if I, <laughs> this is my, you know, my bench. We got to know, bro. All right. No appeal may be filed. Charlotte, and now I need the prosecutors to work with Charlotte, the probation officer, oh, to work thing. out probation specifications with the conditions I've just explained. 150 days in the county jail, the restitution, the fines. Oh, and also uh, statutory DNA and costs are ordered yeah, I gotta as well. Do that. That, that's statutory. So you have to fill out the probation specifications. And I'm going to get somebody to I'll help you do that. But we need to get that done in Stanford. I'm not doing it. I'm the judge. Anything else today? Yes. In light of the notice of appeal, we would ask that you suspend the jail sentence. Aha! Pause. 
Now, I love these defense attorneys because, man, you want them on your side when you're in trouble. No question. You want them on your side. But uh, he already said, he has notice of appeals. Yeah, I heard all your talk. No, I'm not not getting rid of anything. Okay. We're not going to postpone any of this. Okay. Uh, It's uh, respectfully denied. One more thing. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Do what? Did I do what? Suspend the jail sentence. Suspend the jail sentence. That will be respectfully denied. Yes, Mark. Mr. Lewis. No. No. I'm not staying. No, no, no. The wheels of justice turn slowly, and sometimes the hammer of justice has to fall, and it's falling right here, right now. I'm not staying this. This happens right here, right now. Think about it. I mean, boom. The wheels. No. Maybe you didn't freaking hear me, bro. I mean, how many times I got to He didn't say, bro. That's me. Uh, the wheels of justice turn slowly, and sometimes the hammer of justice has to fall. And it's falling right here, right now. I'm not staying this. This happens right here, right now. Boom! Think about it. Jesse was still, as they were dragging him out of the courtroom, he's still hollering and whining about being innocent. And I would have, I would have said I was guilty already if I was guilty. Would you? Would you just? I mean, it's time. We've gone through all this. We've gone through the whole trial and all this, all the uh, the the mountain of evidence that proves your guilt. Maybe it's time. I mean, I've always said you never admit guilt. But at some point, maybe you have to. Nah. Also, the Paralympics wrap up this weekend. Uh, If you're listening live, as this being the 11th of March. 2022 so congratulations Uh, as of this recording china is still in number one spot with 14 golds 47 total medals and uh, ukrainian coming up uh the ukrainians i'm being really good right now okay yes i am they're in number two slot with Nine golds and 25 total. The United States have moved up, though. The United States of America has moved up to fifth. Fifth place in the Paras. So 17 total medals in the Paralympics. So congratulations to all the Paralympians. (laughs) How about we play What's the Lie? How about we do that, okay? Yeah, yeah, it's time for What's the Lie here on Chewing the Fat, a game where, how the heck do we work this game again? Oh yeah, we pick uh, four headlines, and uh, one of them is a lie. Now we have to bring a contestant in, and that contestant listens to the headlines and then tells us which one that particular contestant, he or she, 
Now, come to think of it, we haven't had really a she. Well, we'll ask how this one identifies when we pick a contestant. Uh, and they listen to the four headlines and choose which one they think is the lie. If it's correct, correct or correct, they uh, win a brand new. So let's see who our contestant is. Corby. Corby is our contestant on What's the Lie. Corby, come on down. Welcome to What's the Lie. Thank you, Jeffy. It's so good to be here. You sound excited. We're happy to have you. So are you ready to play What's the Lie? I guess. Let's do this thing. Here's your four headlines on What's the Lie. Headline number one. Man used COVID loan to buy Pokemon card sentenced to prison. Headline number two. Cameron Diaz claims she doesn't care what she looks like anymore. Giant headline number three, giant spiders expected to drop from the sky across the East Coast this spring. Headline number four, new Academy Awards proposal would have the Oscar statue made from 100% recyclable plastic. Those are your four headlines, Corby. Now take your time to figure out what's the lie. Headline number one, man used COVID loan to buy Pokemon card, sentenced to prison. Headline number two, Cameron Diaz, claims she doesn't care what she looks like anymore. Headline number three, giant spiders expected to drop from the sky across the East Coast this spring. Headline number four, new Academy Awards proposal would have the Oscar statue made from 100% recyclable plastic. Corby, are you ready to choose What's the lie? I'm going to go with number two. No. Oh, darn the luck. We wanted you to win today so, so bad. But no. So thanks for playing What's the Lie. You chose Cameron Diaz. Claims she doesn't care about what she looks like anymore. She did say that. I'll give you that I doubt it's true because <laughs> camera still is looking darn good these days. Hawking her wine or whatever she's trying to sell. But she's claimed she doesn't care how she looks anymore. So here's a copy of the home game, Corby. What's the lie? Get on out of here. Thanks for listening to What's the Lie, a Chewing the Fat production. I don't know why I keep doing this stupid game. <laughs> so, I tell you, this actually, I when I when I was looking at these headlines, I thought, I mean, that that should be real. The one that's a lie should be real. It's the and just I know you want me to tell you. I know you're chomping at the bit. Is it chomping or champing? Anyway, and. Uh, don't get me started on horses. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm serious. I'm not talking about her either. Okay? We're not doing the Queen show. Anyway, the uh, the Academy Awards. Uh, making the Oscar statuette made from 100% recyclable. Why aren't they doing that? All those dingleberries, they should be doing that. Oh, I know. Maybe it's because they, they like the, you know, it's made of, uh, uh, with 24 coal. It's bronze with gold plated is what it's made of now so it's not even 
I mean, it could be a plastic bottle. I don't care. It's just the Oscar, right? And I was reading as I was reading about the Oscar because I thought, oh, why don't they make that with that? So, Emilio El Indio Fernandez, Emilio El Indio Fernandez. A very well-known Mexican actor and filmmaker is who they claim, who's used the nickname The Indian, believe, believe that it was his body. He claimed that it was, he was the model for the trophy of the Oscar. I know. And I don't remember The Indian, but I guess, you know, he was the one and i wondered why they called it oscar i figured you know it's got to be some there's got to be some actor or actress that used to be have the nickname oscar right nope uh common folklore has it that uh, the first ever librarian at the academy of motion pictures and arts and science uh, who eventually became the executive director, Margaret Herrick. Uh, she once said, oh, you know, that statue resembles my uncle Oscar. And so uh, they adopted it. And then in 1939, they were like, ah, let's call it the Oscar too. <laughs> yeah, Margaret thinks it looks like her uncle. Ah, okay, that's what we're going to start calling it. What a bunch of doofuses. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.